0: Hello, internet friends, and welcome to episode number 198 of Final Boss TV. My volume is going crazy all over the place. Today we're talking about the Destruction Warlock. My name is Adam K. .k A.K.A. Bay. Sorry for the extended delay before we got started here, but if you weren't here for the actual live show and you're watching right now on YouTube, or if you're listening on iTunes, Google Play Music, or Stitcher, then you don't know what was going on. But I'm wearing something new on my head today. What is... I don't know what these are. It actually still has the plastic on it. Where is it? It's right there. The plastic tab. I'm not pulling that off right now. Leave that for later. And more about these later on in the show. So I'm trying to, like, rebalance everything and how it all sounds and and whatnots and see if it works out. But today is the Destruction Warlock show. And, of course, I would not be sitting in this seat if it wasn't for these special nerds and ladies. So thank you very much to those that are supporting the show, the stream, and everything in between over on the show's Patreon page. Of course, if you want more of the show, there is more audio for the show and the behind-the-scenes podcasts that are available for you and for everyone else that is on the show's Discord. You can follow along with the show notes. There, of course, is a whole bunch of stuff that is back here. If you want to take a step back in time, you can go back to Legion or go back all the way to Mist of Pandaria. Go back to Warlords. You can keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. There's lots of shows you can listen to. Their are RSS feed, linkable. So you can listen to them as audio-only podcasts. And keep going. We're going to keep going. It goes and goes and goes. So if you would like to support what I do here, then you can go check that out, linked down below. And just to tease, what are what are what are, what are those? Hmm. Hmm. But that's enough about that. Enough shilling out for the start of the show, of course. But well, we're talking today about destruction warlocks, and we have some returning guests and uh, and some fresh meat. But if you are, uh, listening to the show, you'll have plenty to listen to. I'm the only one on camera today because all of my guests don't have webcam. God, welcome back to the show, sir. Hello. Hi. <laughs> it's just. Are you, are you waving? Describe what you're doing for the listeners.
1: Uh, trying to contain my laughter.
0: <laughs> oh. Is it, I, oh, because Taryn's in chat, right? Is that, hmm. That's okay.
1: Yeah, I heard. Uh, I heard from a reliable source that he's a.
0: That he's a what? A fraud. Oh, he's a fraud. I wonder who said that. Hmm. Curious. Lucy is also back. Hello, sir. Welcome back. Oh, thank you. It's been a little while. I, I've, I've been told that you are playing retribution paladin. Is that correct?
2: Uh no, I'm a windwalker man.
0: Oh, Windwalker main. Ah, hmm. Just trade one combo point class for another, am I right?
2: Yeah, pretty much.
0: <laughs> and then who's this new guy? Uh Vinador? Is that is that correct? Vin, hello, welcome to the show.
3: Hey, thank you for having me. That is correct, yes. You can also call me Vin if you want.
0: Nope, we're gonna call you Fresh Meat. Wow. What does Taryn wanna call you? What 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 are you not gave me your name? He said, Hey, this guy that knows what he's doing with Warlock. You should talk to him. And I was like, Okay. Yeah, some, that is true. Some Vin hype in the chat. And even Taryn said, Well, okay, the frog said Vin Pog. So we'll uh we'll see what we have to add to the show today. But I'm glad we are here. Sitting down and chit-chat about Warlocks and stuff, because we already talked about Demonology Warlock earlier on in this expansion cycle. Today is Destruction Warlock, as every single spec gets their own sort of walk-through talk discussion. And we have to go back. Vin, you are the new one on the show today. So if you want to introduce yourself a little bit more, any shout-outs you have, and how long you've been dabbling in Warlock things in World of Warcraft, and anything you dabble in inside the whole community of the warlocks what, what do you do sir who the heck are you
3: okay i raid for aversion That's a german guild we are top 10 world and german first um i play warlock since burning crusade uh, i started in burning crusade so i never experienced all the classic stuff or the classic hype that is going on right now hmm. um and yeah i always played warlock i didn't have a break um played since then And I enjoy Warlock a lot, actually.
0: How long have you been been playing Warlock again?
3: Uh, Since Burning Crusade. (laughs) I don't know. It's way over 10 years now.
0: Yeah, that's a decade. And you haven't really, you've you've stuck to Warlock though. Haven't like switch swapped and then gone to a different caster. You've always been Warlock the whole time?
3: I was always Warlock, yeah. I had a few ults here and there. Mage, Hunter. Ilya Shaman right now. Rogue, Warrior, (laughs) pretty much everything. Besides DK Monk. And, yeah. DK Monk, no.
0: Did you have a POV during the last Race to World 1st? Because we were following, I was casting the event, and we had a lot of POVs with the version diff- during the different time zones. But, do you have a POV up during all that? I don't think we had
3: No, yours. No, not for me, no. Yeah. Um, I joined very late in Battle of Dazar Ah. I couldn't get everything done before... Um, the new content started.
0: Okay. Well, maybe we can see your POV throw in. Well, it depends, I guess. As uh, as the each of these junkets start with like four of the pure DPS specs, rogue, hunter, mage, and warlock. You guys don't usually always stick to one spec. Have you stuck to destruction mainly across the your time, or you just you play warlock and you play whatever is? currently the strongest, or what works best for the encounter? Do you dabble in all three specs, or is there one that you just like, Nah.
3: Uh, was it on me? Uh, yeah, yeah I like yeah. all three specs. I like all three specs, they're all great, in my opinion. Mm. Um, for... the start of the progress right now, I played Affliction. Um, for Mystic Plus, I played Demo. And right now, I'm a Destruction Warlock, because I got buffed, and it's pretty enjoyable in my opinion uh yeah especially the two minute cooldowns is better than three minutes and yeah but I play everything whatever my guild needs I do that
0: okay Lucy, you're the the middle of this intro of the show I was trying to get Vin out there to start working on that shyness so you've been here before but just in yeah. case people don't remember what the heck you do out there, uh, what do you dabble in in the World of Warcraft? And how long have well, you been part of said dabbling?
2: Um, well, my name is Lucy, and I've been playing Warlocks in Siege of War. I am writing the Destruction Warlock guides, both, both over on WoWhead and on the uh, Log One Stop Shop website. Um, I raid currently in Fetch IGS, and I played last year in the Guild of where I've been playing for two years. But uh, sadly, we disbanded, so now I'm in fetch.
0: You have some special thanks that are on the lock one-stop shop here that I cannot scroll all the way down to, but you got to make sure you have any shout-outs you need to bring up there before you uh, get raked over the coals if you don't. Just um,
2: make sure. I guess shout-out to some of the uh, MTN10 folks. Uh, cause they're really helping me out with a lot of stuff, both like uh, guide writer, uh, everything, testing, we or making we or letting me like bounce, uh, ideas for whatever I'm, I'm thinking about doing, uh, off of them. And, uh, yeah, uh, I think, I mean, ghetto, he's right here, right? He's doing like, I eh. talked about briefly before he's, he's running the numbers and I'm just writing down what numbers he's running.
0: So you're the guinea pig.
2: Uh, more or less, yeah, I guess. Or maybe he's he's more of my friends of the guinea pig and he writes the numbers. I need to test on the guinea pigs and then I note down and post the results. <laughs> I think that, that's more of an accurate, uh, depiction. I
0: mean, because I'll, I'll go over here real quick. Uh, the Destruction Warlock DPS guide, Battle for Azeroth 8.2.5, over here on Wowhead, it does say, uh, by Luzi right here, right? It's your name, but you're saying that. It's not, you don't do all this yourself? You don't handcraft every single answer? You're not, uh, responsible for- I write,
2: I write absolutely everything.
0: Uh-huh.
2: But I mean, all the sims and everything is, I mean, it's coded by all the, the ghetto on those parts So I'm I'm using a lot of what, what they're making.
0: God, I'll get to say for yourself, they're stealing your work. <laughs> you know. That- that's it.
1: Yeah. Oh. It's kind of the whole idea, you know? Put the information out there, so people can use it.
0: Now, you've been doing this for a while, Gato, and we've talked multiple times over the years to set up Warlock shows and things. How long have you been doing all of this math-crafty madness? <sighs> Alright,
1: okay. Pull out the uh, the laundry list here. I first started getting into simulation craft stuff and the theory crafting end in Cataclysm, and then at that point in time, the whole theory crafting scene was still rather fresh and new. There wasn't as much information out there as there is now, and uh, I kind of got in towards the early stages, but I really started taking a vested interest in it and Missa pandaria which is also when i re-rolled from enhancement after like what was it six or eight years or something of playing enhancement and finally giving up on that TRAINER <laughs> <laughs> went to play a good class
0: whoa 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 don't let word up here you say that
1: uh... But, uh, whoa yeah I, don't know, I fell in love with Warlock during Ms. Pandaria beta, and I've been playing it ever since then as my main. That's uh, it's around the time that I started to get really into it, and then by around Warlords, I was pretty much running the Warlock end of the theory crafting.
0: Hmm. That's awesome. There are multiple old shows, and again, everything that I have put out over the years and curated. If you have not caught up with all of it or you're new to hearing about these shows or looking for all the different playlists of them that's all on my youtube channel it's dying because youtube hates the fact that i only upload like once or twice a week but if you are looking for the archive of all this stuff going all the way back or back in 2017 right now everything 2016 don't go too far back what was that A was that a wait was that a warlock show i just passed by. oh yep legion warlocks there they are you can keep going back and back and back and back. It's all right there. So you can go find some old stuff with Gato and see where we have we have for the journey we've been on. This is the first expansion where I'm doing every single spec. It's a show. But considering how long this journey has been on and how much we're hoping that 9.0 shakes things up a bit and this talent system may go away and Blizzard is more open with how they want. Specs or classes to be because right now there's essentially 36 classes in the game because every single spec is so different. But if we take a ship, back, uh, a trip back in time, real quick, because you had that transition, Gato, from enhancement to warlock, so you can go back a few expansions from the history of this game. Is there anything from a previous version of destruction that you miss from the past? Something that you want brought back? you want Blizzard to take note of the way that this, the spec could have this as a core component in 9.0 something you missed from the past
1: that's a doozy um, I think if I had to pick one thing it would probably be Fire and Brimstone oh yeah. I, I think there's that there are a lot of reasons why it was a really good system for the gameplay of destruction aoe mm-hmm. but even moreover than that i think like when i think of destruction there's like nothing more quintessential destruction than just like shooting 20 bolts of chaotic fire out of your hands at a bunch of dudes I really miss that. I miss that more than anything else, like any of the mechanical aspects or any of it. That that feeling of just shooting out tons of fire at every.
0: So how would, I mean, because you have, if I'm not mistaken, you have that right now, but what... Well,
1: (laughs) we have it. That doesn't mean it's ever a good idea to use it. It's also not quite the same.
0: Hmm. Uh,
1: the um, current iteration of Fire and Brimstone is a passive. It used to be a toggle, so you could choose uh, whether you wanted to use it or not. And it spent soul shards. So you enabled it, and what it did is it made it so that your Incinerate AoE to put cost to soul shard. Right. And that was kind of the trade-off. And because it caused a soul shard, it allowed it to be really powerful compared to just like what a normal incinerate would be. But now it's, it's literally just a passive. It deals massively less damage than a normal incinerate. It also generates less soul shards. And it's on the same row as uh, Cataclysm, which is just massively better in every aspect of the game so it, it's kind of it's just in a state where we haven't been able to use it at any point in the entire expansion and it's not like one of those things where it's like oh it's a five percent damage loss it's like a 20 percent damage loss it's one of those really not okay to use talents. oh man yeah
0: it was and uh, going off of that and fire and brimstone of course looking over at chat is Aoe chaos bolts, and those sort of went kind of part and parcel with Aoe incinerates yeah. and Aoe chaos bolts. Do you do you think that?
1: So, so the Aoe chaos bolts originally came in with um, Chardra mains in Warlords of Draenor, mm. and I, I think that Fire and Brimstone was a better Aoe system before that. I mean that was it's obviously really awesomely cool to shoot out a, a ton of chaos bolts. Like that's that's not the defining thing for me. It is for a lot of other people, but I just like the concept of fire and brimstone as a mechanic, right? I don't I don't care if it's incinerate or chaos, but I just want to be shooting big balls of fiery red and green stuff.
0: <laughs> okay, wait, you said you said red. Hold on. Wait a minute.
1: Sue me, okay? I use red Shaking
0: fire. Uh oh.
1: It matches my purple transmog better, okay?
0: Uh oh. No, no, no. <laughs> Just, a, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> <sighs> I can hear the YouTube comments now. All got math invalidated. Uses red fire. It's true. It's true. Mm.
1: My opinions are invalid because I do use Red fire.
0: Unfortunate. Gato wants to shoot red balls. Yeah. See, Taren heard what we said. Yeah. Quoting that for future use. That's fine. So, Lucy, how about you? Do you have anything you want to? Do you agree with Gato? Do you have anything you want? You want from the past, brought back to the future, or made sort of integral in what destruction is from previous expansions? What do you miss?
2: I'm, uh, I miss set bonuses the most, I think, because I think Destruction had a kit that uh, often we, there were so many options to make set bonuses that altered our uh, play style just a little bit, or like quality of life stuff. Um, and I think we've had like so many cool set bonuses, looking back to, I mean, I think my personal favorite was in, in the Blackrock Foundry one where it would have be a proc on your chaos ball to multi And, uh, I mean, that combined with the whole uh, AoE chaos ball from Fire and Brimstone. I mean, I was a, I was a big fan of that. Hmm. Um, Although, like he said, it was it was combined with Chart Ramin. And it, it did feel kind of weird that you're literally the only spell you had that dealt, like, at least good damage was chaos ball. So your incinerate uh, and conflict raid, their damage would be like significantly it it felt kinda weird, but at the same time the whole AoE Chaos Ball just felt so good. Um I don't really think it's something that I miss. Um I mean I I definitely think that the whole talent system right now where one uh, line or one row of is dedicated for AoE is definitely no, a good idea because you're kind of forced to take one of them which is fine but when there's literally only one viable option in like any rating scenario uh, which is obviously a cataclysm you're never going to end up playing fine brimstone like you said it's just it's just not worth it it just feels it feels kind of silly so uh, yeah i think that that's like all the or some of the the things i'm, I'm struggling with in this. Place in general though i mean i think i said that last time as well destruction has just always been one of the specs i really enjoy because it's one of the specs where if you if you time your cooldowns well based on the fight and if you if you play it well position well you'll just be able to do like insane numbers Um so it, it's one of those kind of easy to play i wouldn't necessarily say hard to master but the potential if you play it well you're gonna do really good damage with it which is very rewarding to play at time.
0: And Van, what do you think? Do you agree with what they've basically said? So I said the fire and brimstone AOE chaos bolt. Is there anything else that you miss from the past? Maybe something different, um, perchance? or what? I mean
3: definitely fire and brimstone. I mean AOE chaos bolts. Gimme, gimme, gimme. <laughs> um, other than that, um, I think Grimoire of Sacrifice is a bit what I miss. Because hmm. sometimes I just want to sack my imp, because it's annoying sometimes <laughs> when the dispel doesn't work. Well, um, oh well,
0: don't get ahead of ourselves. That that's later. Shh, bring that. On. Yeah,
3: that's later. I'm sorry. But other than that, um, I don't really care about like the tier sets, the tier bonuses. Mm. Um, I just yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, what I definitely don't miss. It's like the Legion artifact weapon, and the the portal. Oh! I disliked that one. I totally didn't like that.
0: Oh, the random...
3: Yeah, yeah, the, the random portals. Right. I was like, okay, what is this? This doesn't do anything in my rotation. It's just... a random button that does damage. I mean, it it's- doesn't interact with anything.
0: It's kind of like the essence system right now. Some of it can be interacted by other stuff. It's just like, oh, it's another button. And to some yeah, people, yeah, exactly. That,
3: but that is also for later, I guess. <laughs> like the essences,
0: right? So you didn't like the chaos portal button. So then I'm gonna start back with you then to go back around. Do you think <laughs> there's something that destruction could just totally do without right now, Finn? Something you can just like pluck out of the class, just like this can go away for nine just like. Poof
3: Oh, I mean, I'm kind of happy about havoc. I don't want that to be gone, but just to mention it, um, I think havoc is way better than before <laughs> because it doesn't just let us be a two-target cleave spec. I mean, you did a lot of damage in Legion on two targets, but on one target you were pretty much useless, or not exactly useless, but Definitely weaker.
0: Right.
3: Um, the essences are kinda okay-ish. They have huge potential, but it's a bit boring to just have another 3 minute cooldown, for example. Or just make our make us stronger in 2 minute cooldowns. Or bring everything back to 2 minutes. I think they can do more there. But other than that, I don't really know what I would get rid of for destruction right
0: now. Would you get rid of anything, Lucy? Would you pluck something out? Hmm?
2: Rain of fire. Oh, give, yeah, rain of fire. Give me, give me something else, man. Give me some other way to. Because, I mean, I'm sure that in a second here, Gator was going to take over and he's going to talk about rain of fire for the remainder of the show. Because, I mean, mechanically, it just doesn't really work well. I mean, there are so many mechanics in, say, dungeons, for example, where you'll want to but then there's an FX like necrotic or, uh, you know, any other mechanics that make the tank uh, cut. And then you you place down your rain of fire and it's required for them to be in there for like five to seven seconds in order for it to actually, you know, do its damage. But just because of the pure mechanics of the it, it you're just not able to, so. That that whole mechanic is kind of, I don't know, not super great.
0: Okay. Well, I'm I'm not going to go to Gato on what can be picked out of the spec because I'm going to go to him with a tie-in to the, essentially the biggest topic I have for the middle of this first half of the show here. And with that trip to the past relived, essentially... There may be design goals or flaws that that Blizzard is aiming for. Not the flaws, that sort of comes after we figure things out. But the design goal with structure Warlock in the eyes of some of the player base versus other parts of the player base, it's being centered around this teeter-totter effect that some specs enjoy and others do not. And this teeter-totter can be a little feast or famine as well. Where you do a lot of damage in your cooldown windows. And then outside of that, you're kind of like... Kind of a fart in the wind. Where you feel like you're not contributing enough. You're just kind of like rolling forward. And it's funny that I put three specs in a row, for example. Or almost in a row. Or we've had Assassination Rogue recently. That has changed to this. They used to be this smooth, constant DPS spec. But now, as the rogue actually talked about, they feel very much pigeonholed into their burst window. is super important. Outside of that, not so much. Retribution paladins have had this problem for a very long time. But to them, it's not really a problem. It's just how their class has always been built, where they have a slow roll period and then wings or crusade or whatever else they've had before. And with this, destruction in BFA, currently patch 8.2.5, with Azerite Essences... And Azerite Gear, Gato, you told me, and this is your little notes here, and I want you to, to, to pick this apart and explain. Destruction right now is either you're amazing for 30 seconds every three minutes, or for 30 seconds out of every two minutes and 15 seconds or so. Is this a good thing or a bad thing? Why? Why for? What, what, is, what is this whole big topic? you guys have been talking about for quite a while now with destruction
1: um well all i can really do is give my personal take on the situation i recognize you know the the devs are not me they don't have the same goals in mind that i do i mean hopefully we're both trying to just make specs that are fun to play yeah i i think where we've landed on with the current design and tuning of destruction is is way past the mark where it's it's fun to play for me. Um like like right now you mentioned assassination and and assassination rooks feel like they're pigeonholed into their cooldown. Right now destruction is something like fifty percent to two-thirds more reliant on it's cooldown than an assassination rope like that you look back and a lot of people fell in love with destruction particularly during uh, mop and warlords of draenor and specifically during warlords there was this build that came about through glyphs and talents that so many people fell in love with the spec during and it was Archimonde's Darkness giving you the ability to store up two charges of your Dark Soul so you could pick and choose when you wanted to use. And then a Glyph that let you cut the duration and cooldown of Dark Soul in half. So it went from a 20 second long, two minute cooldown to a one minute long, 10, or two words, 10 second long, one minute cooldown, right? And that flexibility and, and when you could use it made it so that destruction felt like no matter what fight you were on, no matter what you needed to do in a fight, you always had an option of that, that allowed you to feel like you're being really impactful in the encounter. right? And I think to some extent, the essences opened up the possibility to have something like that I really like that flexibility of like being able to either take visions and really because of a trait that we have significantly reduced the cooldown on it. it it makes it so that in some situations on certain fights where destruction would just be really bad otherwise it's you can you can play it now because instead of being 3 minutes long it's 2 minutes and 15 seconds long, and that lines up a lot better with just the mechanics on some. But I, I the essences kind of made it better and worse at the same time. The damage, like, the, it is more of an outlier now than it has ever been in the history of WoW for Destruction's burst. There, there's never been a version of Destruction anywhere close to this. There have been very few specs as close to his burst reliant and like one of them would probably be the current iteration of Fire Mage right now. It's like pretty much the only thing you can compare it to. Right, right, right. And and I like the the difference between fire and destruction is that fire can can do stuff outside of cool. They have stuff to do outside of cooldowns. I don't wanna make it sound like destruction is a terrible spec we still have havoc it's just like when you compare that to execute and all of the mobility of fire and, and everything else like it, it with destruction it really feels like if you can't just sit there for a 30 second period not moving hitting but then you just do nothing
0: hmm.
2: that's that's a relevant point to bring up as well when you're comparing it to fire because during the fire mage combustion, I mean, you're not casting a single spell. It's all instant cast, right? So if you need to move from something or if you need to run while doing it, like that, that's fine. Maybe you move out of your rune for a second or so, but that that's definitely better than just not being able to get the chaos Balls off during the last ten seconds of your uh, your thirty seconds. Because those are the hard hitting chaos Balls. That's where yeah. like the big the big boy damage isn't like the last part of your your thirty second cooldown.
1: So. Uh... The, the real issue, numerically, is a talent that we have called Grimoire of Supremacy. And it's just a stacking buff. Every time you spend shards on a Chaos Bolt, you get a damage increase for your next Chaos Bolt. And it stacks until your Infernal end. So by the end of your Infernal, that's when you're doing most of the damage. You have that big ramp-up time. You spend like 20 seconds just sitting there trying to build up stacks. And then you try to do as much damage as you can in the last 10 seconds. And sometimes, say, that's on shara, and then, oop, you get a dispel, or, oop, you have to dodge a thing, and then all of your damage flies out the window, and that just doesn't feel good. (laughs) I triggered our other destruction warlock, and he's having PTSD now from... Having to play Destro on that fight.
0: Yeah, well, that fight is also hilarious for Destruction <laughs> directly if you get the the Azerite Overload or whatever during the final phase. Yeah, but yeah. that's that's just rolling the dice. That's something that you can play yeah, around consistently. But
1: that's a gamble right there. But because Destruction's cooldowns are so way out of line, if you just happen yeah. to get the first debuff in the phase, you just spam chaos bolts for like 30 seconds and but
0: yeah shout um, out deep shades is a clip of him popping off with that where <laughs> he did that was the first
1: that was the first one like the first week i remember oh. that popping up and everybody just lost their minds
0: yeah yeah oh, i go to play destruction now but so the, <laughs> the the follow-up question to that that's a really well chunky piece of information Is that So is that a good thing or a bad thing? Because if my Devil's Advocate, outside looking in, all the testing I've done from expansion to expansion to expansion, if that's the goal that Blizzard has set out to design, you almost have kind of an arcane mage sort of peak and valley here. But shout out to arcane mages on their 8% buff coming on Tuesday. Um, That's anyway. But then hasn't Blizzard succeeded in that because some specs are designed to have a not as much of a peak and valley say like enhancement until we actually can use ascendance for example is very flatlined all the time really not a lot of like dps cooldowning the difference when cooldowns are rolling to not cooldowns are rolling not a huge difference havoc as well Uh, playing Demon Hunter, pretty smooth sailing across the board. Uh, Fire Mage, obviously, now with the Galvanic Wristwrap Bracer nonsense, the Hyper Threads, uh, rather the the essence combinations they have. And you can go listen to the Fire Mage talk about this in the previous show. They can almost do way more than half of their overall encounter damage inside their burst windows. And I think what you're getting at, is that when the teeter-totter is too in one direction, where your cooldowns are too important, that becomes the problem.
1: I think it also depends heavily on, on the length of the cooldowns, right? How long the cooldown... How long you have to utilize the cooldown, and how you have to utilize it. And then also, where the spec has been in the past is really important. So, like, Destruction... Never had three minutes, like ever, until Legion. Legion is is when Infernal got added. Like it right, was, right, right. Like you had Doomguard, which depending on when you were playing, it was either a 10-minute cooldown, a 4-minute, or a 3-minute. But Doomguard wasn't anywhere near as impactful. And most people, when they think of destruction cooldowns, they, they go to Dark Soul. Because throughout Mop and warlords that was that was really our cooldown it was way more relevant than doom guard and sometimes you had a passive doom guard anyway but but so you go from from this system where you have this really potentially short that one minute 10 second long cooldown that you could opt into with two charges and you change that to now having so much power in a three it really i i think it it hurts the identity of the spec a lot because for for two expansions we had this, this identity like we killed ads we destroyed ads harder than anyone else by a mile because you just popped your, your 10 second long one minute dark soul you threw out five chaos bolts and that thing was dead and now it's more like okay well I have to sit still for 20 seconds it only happens every three minutes, and all of the damage happens in the last ten seconds. So it's it like you have to do these mind games where you have to pre-set it up before ads even, because sp- ads don't live for thirty seconds, like outside of a shot, But you hmm. know,
0: those aren't like those aren't consider. There are different like echelons of ads in encounters or or yeah. in Mythic Plus something along those lines. So I get where are going from with that one. It's that... Yeah.
1: Aishar is more of like a like a mini-boss type of situation. But like, you look right. at a fight like Sakul, right? Everyone played Demo on that fight during Prague for the most part and until the mm-hmm. the, the outside of the, the world first race, right? Un, until we got into like the 11-plus the guilds that weren't like completely tryharding. Then you started to see some affliction, some destruction. They played Demo because it did good damage to both of the adds. You could send a Demo Warlock down on, on both of the adds on cool, and they last about 20 seconds, I think right, it right. is, before they Yeah, Destruction only can do damage to one of them, but it decimates every other spec in the game on bursting those things. But to, to do that, you have to go down, and for 10 seconds, you just hit the boss doing irrelevant damage so that you can... Like, you you have to pop it 10 seconds before the ad even spawns. Because if you don't, then all of your Chaos Bolts, the good ones, at the end, the ad will already be dead. Right? The the first 20 seconds of your Infernal doesn't matter at all. Outside of setting up the last 10 seconds. So you even, you want to pop it like 15 seconds before the ad spawns a lot of, but I, I think like the, the big issues, it's its not that the damage is so in Infernal. It's that Infernal is too long. Our only option is to use this one specific way to play. You you can't take the other talents, they're too awful. So you're just shoehorned into this pure burst build. Then the essences come along and they exacerbate that because they're all burst cooldown. And then prior to this patch, you didn't have that flexibility anymore. And I think, honestly, like, like VOP and the changes to Crash and Chaos made such an impact on, like, your ability to just play destruction on, on some fights, giving you that option to say, well, I am this cooldown-based spec, yeah. but maybe I can have it as a three-minute cooldown or as a slightly worse two-minute cooldown, right? Like, that's... That's really important in a lot of fights where if, if you are based around cooldowns, it's not like the arcane comparison isn't really fair because theirs is one and a half minutes, right? Like like pretty much any time they need it during a fight, their cooldown can just be up for an ad. Mm-hmm. Like Like an add spawns, you need to burst it. Oh, well, 1.5 minute cooldown, it's going to be back up. Whereas three minute, it's a little bit more daunting. You have to really pick and choose when you use it. But
0: yeah, so yeah, it, I don't know. It's a it's an interesting way to think about, and I wonder what kind of feedback and and planning Blizzard has going into nine because they're they obviously, hopefully, we obviously know from the community outside. I made a terrible paint uh, ex- uh, illustration of this the other day on stream, showing how and and Preach has talked about this before. Is that we have this way that they've designed classes now where it's an inverted triangle. So the triangle point starts down here. And our class is, our spec is like the bottom part of the triangle. And then every other layer getting wider and wider and wider at the top is all basically a layer on top of it, right? It's the Azerite RNG, it's Trinket Procs, it's the Essences Now, it's everything else on top of it, right? Last expansion, it was Legendaries and uh, Tier Sets and Artifacts, all this other sort of stuff. Whereas it sounds like a lot like players are really hoping for the reverse of the triangle where the, the big part of the triangle, the big bottom, the widest part is your class and your spec where all of your stuff comes from. And the little bits as it gets smaller and smaller at the top of the triangle, that's when you add on the sprinklings. So that, that goes back over to, to losing on this one. In the WoWhead guide, you have the sort of community wrap up. Where you guys sort of coagulate all the different thinking heads in the community to so sort of give a approximated list of the things you're hoping for, or the issues you have, or your sticking points. And you brought up, and I remember testing this going into BFA, Soulfire Fire was definitely fun in the have in, in, in this this rotation that destruction has. Yes. But as God was just pointed out. Is a lot of numerical problems, and the numerical problems always trickle out to the community because everyone wants to find out like what works, what doesn't work. When you find out there are parodies and talents that you can use this and that, and you're really not hurting yourself because you don't want to just hurt your raid by playing a talent that's more fun, but there's also like way less damage. That's not very fun. Soulfire is weak but fun. We've already talked about Reign of Fire a little bit. That with or without the talent Inferno, it's a problem point, even though Reign of Fire has been an integral part of the Warlock, if not destruction specifically for a very long time. And then we talked about Fire and Brimstone earlier, definitely a shadow of its former glory. So, Luzi, to sort of wrap up what Gato was saying, is it the design of what Blizzard wants for destruction or is it really coming down to a lot of the numbers you guys find out if numbers were more competitive in your talents would you see other builds would you see other playstyles? would you see other things that weren't so reliant on this 10 second everything lines up infernal chaos bolt vision of perfection window would you see different builds if the numbers were better
2: I, uh, I think like you said it's all depending on numbers right because at the end of the day you're going to play whatever does more damage um obviously there are a few exceptions here if it's a spec that is it is very either hard to play or it, it's near impossible to kind of execute playing it well then you might end up playing something else but at the end of the day you, you pretty much always play whatever does more damage and i i don't think at any point during this expansion that i've kind of specked out of the the talents i have now because it's just been like so dominating and, and like you said, the whole, the soul fire, is kind of a fun thing, right? But I mean, flashover is just so much better. And so you're just going to be playing flashover. Um, I know that there was a few, and I remember myself that when the first few guilds started streaming BFD progress, uh, someone linked the lock with a uh, with an Asian warlock playing eradication in front of combustion on, I think it was Gronk, and he, you know, topped them. And then all of a sudden everyone is, wow, this is a new game breaking spec. This guy knows something no one talks about, uh, you know, what's up with it. And then in reality, it was just, you know, he had really good procs. He had really good kill timer and, and at that point, right. It, it just worked. But I think play style wise, um, I really like the way it plays right now. It feels when you have your cool up, it feels awesome. Like the 30 seconds where you just pump. If, if you if you delay your cooldowns, you know, to, to get like a, a big havoc the last 10 seconds of your cooldown, and you just see the DPS meter where you're just miles ahead of everyone else, that feels great. But the next two and a half minutes, they suck. Because then you're, you're just going to be falling behind, falling behind, waiting for your cooldowns to come. So I think kind of evening it out a little bit would probably make it feel great but i still think that it plays very well the, the spec right now it, it feels good to play as long as you don't uh, get denied your big burst window and, and kind of by like evening that out you know you'd also decrease what feels uh, bad about the spec right now uh, and like gato said i mean it's it's always been kind of an attractive uh attractive playstyle to bring the raids, because you, you've been able to, to store up shards, store up damage, and then just unload into a single time. Mm-hmm. And with the whole, um, the, the spec chart remains spec, where you played one minute uh, cooldown on Dark Soul, I mean, the, the whatever the orbs on Acumont were called, I can't remember, you know, you would just have destruction warlocks decimate. And you absolutely destroyed it, because you were just able to kind of have your, your cooldowns for and that, that felt maybe a bit too strong. I think right now, I mean, I didn't play Destruction on, I don't think, a single fight on progress, just because uh, Affliction was just so much more attractive with, like, low gear and uh, the whole uh, inevitable demise, strains, but then on farm, where you're able to kind of, you know, branch out a little bit, get a yeah. bit more gear, get the right traits, all of a sudden, you see these, you see a clip. Of T H D getting the buff last phase, and he does two hundred <laughs> K DPS in like a twenty second window. The boy, and everyone's like, "Wow, why is yeah. no one playing Destruction? Destruction is broken." And it's like, "Yeah, well, it's always been broken, but there are just some reasons why you can't play it because it's not consistent to do it like that." What if he would have gotten it before and he would have been, you know, not able to be rest? So he would have "He, he would have been dead twenty seconds before his cooldown comes up." That's at where you're at the lowest point of your damage I like, ever. Yeah. If you don't get those cooldowns off i mean you're just gonna be be sandbagging so i think there are definitely some issues that said i definitely i really like playing this back i think it, it's fun it's some of the most fun i have at raids uh so so it's yeah it, it's a tough one definitely
1: one uh one thing i wanted to ask maybe to vinador um or or either of you really but um do you guys how how much more fun is playing destruction with the mold build than with like the set setup? like the old 3 minute cooldown setup versus mold and the 2 minute 15 infernal cuz for me it's like night and day how oh, much absolutely.
3: nicer yeah, it is to play
1: it's way
3: more fun to have a 2 minute cooldown than a 3 minute cooldown
1: as it, but it's not—it's not just that, though, right? Like it, it mold actually feels awesome to you, right? Yeah, exactly. In the last twenty seconds or fifteen seconds, uh, you
3: just—you almost just spam chaos bolt, and that is a lot of fun. Now,
0: just, see, just to make sure we're on the same page. What is the mold build? What is okay. this?
1: So, basically, came around. Um, The old setups of Destruction used to be using a trait called Crashing Chaos, and it's since been nerfed. But basically it made the, I think it was the first eight Chaos Bolts that you cast during Infernal do a lot more damage. And at the time, I was just like about the number of Chaos Bolts that you could get off during an Infernal, right? We had less haste, less crit, all that jazz. Now, you can get way more than that. And because of that, Crashing Chaos kind of fell off. They also nerfed it. But it, it still could have been good, and in fact, it still is good for like CLF builds and stuff. But it, um, because that fell off, it opened up this this window to, um, to Memory of Lucid Dream, and the whole concept is that you just you spend like the first ten seconds of your Infernal setting stuff up, and then you pop your Dark Soul, and then whenever you're low on shards, you pop your Memory of Lucid Dreams, and you pretty much just spam Chaos Bolts for like 20 seconds. <laughs> so it's a bit of that Charred Remains playstyle coming back, and it's really aided by um, the Visions of Perfection minor, uh, allowing us to get the cooldown of Infernal down from three, closer to that two. And the nerf that they put in for Crashing Chaos, they nerfed this damage substantively, but then they added a bit the first trait that you get of it reduces the cooldown of Infernal by 15 seconds. So you pair the VOP Miner and that trait, and it knocks your Infernal down to 2 minutes 15, at higher neck levels even lower than that. But, but So it knocks at least 45 seconds off of the, the cooldown on your Infernal, and then you kind of just, you know, you have your 2 minute Font, you have your 2 minute Memory, your 2 minute Dark Soul, your 2.15 Infernal, and you just hold everything until Infernal comes up, and you pop everything.
0: Okay. So why is it called yeah. Mold?
1: Memory of lucid dreams. <laughs> it's like that's just the acronym of the uh, essence. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. It, so it it. Like, Mold is the core of the build because you just pop it and it doubles your shard gen and you've already got more shard gen during Infernal because it gives you shards while it's active. And then you get procs for refunds. You, you pretty much just spam Chaos Bolts for like 15 seconds. Mmm. That feels really good.
0: With that new animation, but, that probably uh, looks pretty good too. Yeah. <sighs> okay. That's a whole lot to unpack, and hopefully if your ears understand Warlock stuff way better than mine do on that specific level, (laughs) then then there's, there's a lot there. Good and bad, which is sort of how all these shows sort of feel now, if you haven't caught on to the gist where it's sort of a good and bad, you know, the good, bad, and ugly kind of a thing. But in there, to wrap that up, a little bit deeper discussion that wasn't exactly talked about specifically, but sort of hinted at, was you put in there that the the havoc nerf that happened earlier in this expansion, the sixty percent damage share, was a huge thumbs up, because that means that they bring up other parts of the spec. Because if it was it was, it almost had the I put in the notes, it's kind of like enhancement shaman fire nova problem back in Warlords. Where, could you AoE? If yes, good damage. Feel like you're contributing. Can you AoE? No, bad damage. Because so much damage is in the multiplicative AoE stacking of Fire Nova and spreading Flame Shocks. Where, when your Havoc was 100% of your damage duplicated, that's so much damage into that two-target cleave that your single-target or AoE feels bad. So AoE. How does Destruction really AoE right now, how does it work... (laughs) Because this gets into the topic we brought back up way back in the day. Go back to the Warlords of Draenor show. We talked about Warlocks. Blizzard obviously does not want and cannot let. Because of how players will abuse this or utilize it too well. Or only bring this. Even though it still happens. But whatever. You can't have big AOE. And big single target. And big two target. Because then year's going to bring only that spec to the game. So, where does that the AoE fall in? I don't know, Vin, did you want to wrap this up? You're the one that's farming all this content for far longer than... I mean, I'm on Jara. you two guys have Jara down, I'm catching up. But you've been doing this stuff for a long time now. How do you AoE as destruction? Or do you just go a different spec? Like, how do you...
3: I mean, for Mystic Plus, you go a different spec, in my opinion. Oh. <laughs> but if you really want to play destruction and... um because you like it more than Demo, for example. Then you go Cataclysm. The obvious choice, the other two talents are not really that great. Um, you use it, obviously, <laughs> Cataclysm. Um, you have your Immolate on all the targets you used it on. Then you pretty much, for a Mythic Plus, you, then you press Infernal, Summon Infernal. Then you press all your cooldowns, pretty much, and then Rain of Fire, Rain of Fire, Rain of Fire and when you don't have shards anymore or not enough shards you can havoc a target and then just press something like conf, uh, conflag on a target and just get more shards to just put on put down more rain of fire and that's basically it and when your cooldowns run out then you run out of damage yeah and that's it then you're basically what, tank
2: what if damage with your rain of fire, what then?
3: Yeah, when the tank has to kite because of certain affixes, then
2: <laughs> you don't have damage <laughs> anymore. And
3: after that, when the pack is dead, the next pack is pretty much just tank damage. And it depends on the mob level, uh, the mob count. Yeah. Uh, do you press rain of fire or do you just press havoc on a target and chaos bolt on another target? And then you just wait for your cooldowns to come back. And for Ashara, for example, it's a bit different, you press the Infernal first, and then you wait for the adds to come, and then you press Cataclysm in the ads. And if you're like the only AoE spec, then you just press Ren of Fire there. And if you have something like a Red Paladin or Frost Decay, you don't care about Ren of Fire, you just pump the boss
2: you can oftentimes with how like cataclysm works on a fight like a shower for example i mean if you when you time yourself well and the devoted ad comes in as soon as they get gripped in you get a cataclysm on those time it with like the last 20 seconds of your cooldown you're gonna just be pumping chaos bolts into a shower for like until your mm-hmm. your i mean cooldowns fine. you're you're able to just use aoe and, like shot generation from um, from both your infernal and your your multiple immolates to just pump single and that's what kind of i think got a water to also bring up with the with the lucid dreams build is that if there are multiple targets your single target burst with your with your um your chaos ball during the last 10 seconds are just gonna be like through the roof yeah. It is absolutely insane because you press nothing but chaos bolt, maybe conflict rate to get the backdraft proc maybe a bit more shards, but
1: I think Ashara is like a special case when it comes to, to what we've seen in rating. It's the ideal situation to to make mold a problem. I mean it is ba- basically what you do on Ashar, right? You you pop cataclysm on the ads and they're all immolated. And at this point, you throw out your mold. And because those immolates are out, you're just shard-capped permanently. So there's, like, there's there's not a... You don't gain much from casting these low uh, Ghost Up stack chaos bolts. So you just sit there, and you, like, drop three or four Rain of Fires on the ads, and you're just constantly getting shards. And because of that, you get, like, nine to, to 12 or whatever it is, extra stacks of Ghost Up, like, right at the start of your burst window that you normally wouldn't get. And then you just kind of spend the last ten seconds of that burst there at the start of that fade, spamming twenty stack chaos bolts into the boss.
0: Mm, I mean, that sounds that, juicy.
1: That is fun, but yeah. like, what you have to contrast that with Mythic Plus, where like you, they've played it in MDI. Now you, the the general public has at least seen what Destro can do. It does really silly damage for one pack every three minutes and that's it <laughs> and outside of that you're literally losing to prot warrior but for that one pack mm. you can top meters so it's like, <laughs> like mm. again it's the same issues it's just everything is way too cooldown reliant so in mythic plus like especially in pugs i want to point that out in Pug, destro can feel good in high level mythic plus where like you're coordinating with your friends and and stuff You know when pulls are happening. Yeah. You know, every three minutes, let's do this huge pull so that I can drop my Infernal and murder it all.
0: That's what the Fire Mage just talked about.
1: When you're pugging a 10 for your week, everything's dying too fast on trash to matter anyway. Like, your Infernal never matters. And the tank's, like, pulling, like, two mobs at a time. And it's just like, (laughs) Mm well, I get to do no damage for the entire dungeon. I'm gonna pop my Infernal on this two-mob pack.
0: Yeah, well, I, I think that... There's some minutiae to pick apart there, And as I was saying, as you were talking, that's what the Fire Mage talked about last week, is in... in keys, you're talking about keys specifically here, that when it's a controlled, understood path, you got your, you got your method dungeon tools up, your party sync going, you know what packs you're gonna pull, you can plan around the cooldowns of your group if you're going big keys. We're talking about like 18 pluses, right? Because it really matters what you pull, when you pull it, how you pull it, how you LOS it, what cooldowns you use on. Because normally, as we all understand, that the trash is more important to do properly than the bosses. Because none of the bosses are very difficult. in Mythic Plus it's all usually comes down to the trash packs and management there. So when you get that Rune of Power... Combustion window lining up with everything for a fire mage. They've, a lot of them said the same thing you did right now. You will destroy those packs just like Destruction does now. So it seems like that is... Honestly, you could see Fire Mage and Destruction Warlocks more often in Mythic Plus right now. Except that your only big fallback is the interrupt problem. That's what casters oh. in general have as an interrupt problem right now.
1: Well, yeah, compared to melee, but the- compared to melee, <laughs> at yeah. least it's not demo.
0: Well, demonology literally can't interrupt unless they change pets.
1: Yeah, at it's least like with destruction, you have a twenty-four second kick.
0: Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's- it's
1: still well, it's awful fun compared fun. to having melee kicks. Mm-hmm. And then you do tank damage for like twelve packs of trash mobs.
0: Well, I wanted, I wanted to make sure I button-hooked in there on the utility discussion, because we have to talk about Warlock utility a little bit on each Warlock show. Now, not to, like, harp on it too much, but the new utility that's come up in the limelight right now, because you both, you and Vin, brought up Jara.
2: Dispels, gateway.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imp! Dis- oh, shit. Imp! Imp! Dispels! I'm,
2: gonna, I'm just gonna sit Don't back and let these two talk another, for a minute man, about, wanna... about
1: their experiences with, uh, all of the wonderful bugs and fun warlock utility. It's especially fun if you're yeah. the only warlock. By the way, that's
2: right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna die early just based of like stress. My imp dispel has cost me on a shower progress. <laughs> You've lost years of your life because it is. I don't even know where to start with that stuff. It is so crazy how I mean. So so it, it's just flawed, right? Because. You dispel or you click your dispel on the target, you do like a mouse over macro summon. And is for some reason that target is unable to be dispelled, this can be due to like a, an LOS issue. Your imp just locks down and just doesn't work. And then the dispel just won't work. And then you either need to like resummon it or you need to kind of like move it around, do something. It's just terrible. And the the sheer frustration of being there, you know, you're progressing a Shara, it's a new best pull, the spells go out, and the first guy's dispel just doesn't work. And then immediately you're just put at a disadvantage. And try to be the one guy that has to like explain to the rest of the group that it's not you messing up, it's this imp mechanic over here. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, right. You're you're not gonna get shit for that, right? We
1: Every yeah. single time your imp bugs while progressing on that fight, As you will hear old. the same thing in every raid, which is Can just we some guy on discard will some- go, come on!
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And then you're just sitting here like, what, what do you want me to say? I, my imp was literally looking at the dude. He was in line of sight, he was perfectly right where he's supposed to be, just sitting there, twiddling his thumbs on passive, even. And you hit the button and it just doesn't work. So. So one thing I wanted to mention, a lot of a lot of people made the same mistake I did when I started progressing the fight, which is I made a command demon mouse over macro, yeah. which does not work at all. Because oh. command demon requires that you be in line of sight of your pet, which but is really... But the command
2: demon just goes on yourself as well, right? Like it, it's, it's really two, it's stupid. It's two different spells. Yeah. Command mm.
1: demon. You you can't use command demon like the spell no. in your spell book. You have to go and make a macro for the pet's actual ability, which is singed. Right. And then, then it works most of the time, but sometimes <laughs> you
0: know. We have so we have two warlocks in my guild, and we were learning and getting this down last reset, and. Figuring out the dispels in the arcane burst, and why I think this is funny to bring up with the Destruction Warlock show is that we had the two imps. They were both parked, you know, by the console on the right hand side. They were not in the same place, so we had our first. They were our first dispel went over there, no problem. Second dispel goes over there, waits, 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 waits. Line of
1: sight by like a yard too.
0: But there. Next to each other, but not on top of each other. Where the first one worked, but this one did. Yeah. What? They're they could both. Yeah. So,
1: so fun fact: you can send your imp to the exact same pixel from the same starting location, and he can go anywhere within like a four yard range. Like he'll just go wander off into like. Yeah, this is close enough.
0: Well, because I think. When you send a pet to move, it's based on where your character is. You don't pinpoint your pet to walk somewhere. It basically puts a bubble where your character would be, and they walk to somewhere near where you'd point your character, and they go like, oh, I'm going to go over here instead. I know. it's so. <laughs> wh- why? Why? Why?
1: Like, <laughs> I don't <like> know. <laughs> I'm, I'm all for <laughs> pet utility. That's fine. You want yeah. me to use my pets? Cool. But, like, may- maybe make it so that when I tell my pet to stand here, it doesn't stand five yards away from there. And yeah. also make it mm-hmm. so that it it works. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of just, like, one in ten pulls being a wipe because your pet just
2: didn't work.
0: It's it's neat to see, obviously, because Warlocks, stones, Battle Res, Gateway.
2: I mean, you have a lot of to bring in.
0: And then now, when we see Warlock Dispel coming back up again, because we've had Warlock interrupts coming up in the past with Fell Hunters like chasing ads and like you can (laughs) you can (laughs) Fell Hunter Jaina, so like stuff like we've seen things with Warlocks, but this one is now the current where your Warlocks will try to position their imp and they're both in line of sight, but one is in a different position, but that one doesn't see the person that's right in front of the imp, but the other one does that also sees the imp. I don't know, man.
1: So uh my other fun uh, fun warlock pet utilities expand Oh during um what's uh what's that boss's the penultimate boss in old deer? Can't remember. Mythrax. Mithrax.
0: Mithrax, yeah.
1: Yeah. So on Mithrax, originally before my guild realized we had a prop paladin who could just kick that ad was gonna he, they they wanted me to kick it and I'm I'm sitting here like my UI literally doesn't show me the cast on that ad like, <laughs> you want me to change my entire UI right now so that I can like pay like oh my God this ad 60 yards away on the other end of the room I'm mm-hmm. supposed to pay attention to its cast bar and kick at the right time like oh my God
0: yeah well I think uh, it was it was focused no focused focus window cast bars with focused cast bars to see that but yeah obviously because the game doesn't like you seeing things more than 40 yards away or so
1: yeah i mean i normally rely on my nameplates to kick things so of my, like my my raid frames the not the raid frames but like the boss frames like there aren't cast bars on there. yeah i would have had to change like uh Minador, you have any wonderful battle stories about uh the <laughs> utilization of wild imp on either jaina or The current Ashara fight? Uh, Please don't talk about Ashara. Oh my god.
0: (laughs) You've Um, killed it like
3: eight times. Come on. What I figured out is that the Hulk in phase one also bugs out your imp. When you set it to a a certain position and it it should stay there, as soon as the Hulk spawns, the imp says, no, go fuck yourself. I go somewhere else. And I don't know why it does that. I tell the imp to stand there. You can attack whatever you want, I don't care. But stand there. And as soon as the Hulk spawns, and the Hulk moves a bit, your
1: Imp also moves. Alright. So here's my question. Some live troubleshooting. Is your your pet on assist at that point?
3: Uh, No. My pet is literally just stand there. So it's I on even t- I all even, I even tested it. Don't do anything. Just oh, yeah. stand there. Yeah. As soon as the
1: Hulk See, spawns and moves, your this imp is moves with this him. is the most fun part because like neither of our warlocks had that happen. So like it's just completely random which bugs your imps are gonna get. All of my EU friends have this issue where like the imp just randomly walks around while on passive for no apparent reason. Yeah, I mean it's
3: not that big of a deal because in the transition phase you can just reposition your imp. But it's still very annoying when it happens to you the first time or the first few times.
0: Very Mm. annoying. Luzi, I want you to sort of wrap up this first half of the show here real quick. And it cannot be a true DPS breakdown show without the meta discussion. But not like, not the metamorphosis discussion because you can't talk about that anymore because now demon hunters have it. You don't have that anymore. Uh, but
2: yeah, let's, let's not go down that rabbit hole.
0: <laughs> is we already talked about demonology and we'll do a little bit of demonology catch up after the mid section break coming up here. But between demonology, destruction, and Affliction, raids versus mythic plus thoughts of where they fit bests. And what spec do you, and then I'll ask the two guests, what what specs do you enjoy playing in these activities right now? Because...
2: I did... Uh,
0: go on. No, because, not at the beginning of the expansion, before Essences, which is why I changed everything up. All three Warlock specs were all pretty close, you could play whichever one you wanted to. All three Mage specs, all pretty close, play whatever Mage spec you wanted to. Essences come in, flop themselves on the table, like, oh! Huge disparities. So where where are warlocks in all this now?
2: Well, I think uh, I mean personally, I'm I'm super biased here because I've always really liked destruction, and destruction has been my go-to on farm. But uh, playing playing affliction on progress just because affliction has so many tools and doesn't get hit as much by mobility or doing mechanics. Um, it it's definitely a nice breath of fresh air to be able to play destruction on farm. Like I said, first, um, you're really able to do some huge numbers when you play destruction cooldown. Um, this can both be single target. It could be cleave. You can, you can change from playing lucid dreams to playing perfection. If you know, you need that type of damage where it's more steady. And there's a fight like ogosoa for example, where you'll reliably be able to, um, to, to utilize your vision proc on multiple targets, I think it's it's nice that essences kind of bring to destruction what i feel like it was lacking before even if it's just a little bit because we've been playing like the exact same talent setup for so long so having at least something you can kind of swap around to, to fit the fight better or to to try to play something different is kind of nice um i Pretty much only. I don't think I've. Maybe I've done one key destruction, but otherwise in dungeons, I've been playing demonology exclusive. Just because it's. I mean, it, it's just so much better, right? It it has really good A. E. Burst. It has uh, where you play consumption and and you do really good priority target damage on an emissary or a boss or something like that. So I think all specs definitely have a place in 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 the current. Uh, so depending on what you want to play, I think you, you should be all right to, to play pretty much anything in raids at least.
1: Just a quick interjection. Isn't it funny how um talents have been tuned so poorly for the entire expansion for warlocks it's kind of that insane, essences actually. that essences provide more like spec changes than actual was... like our talent options. Like it we was have to the
2: point where last time when I spoke about to the the whole uh, you know review after doing the Wowhead guide, I got the question is it, is it is it a mistake or is it correct that you've selected the exact same talent setup on every single situation where you need to place talent and then you know kind of realizing that there's actually a spec where there's only one set of talents viable. The only real talent you can swap around is your defensive choice, and that just means giving up your uh, either your your circle, which is just not really an option, right? Unless you're doing that, dodge- or you give up your burning rush, which just feels absolutely terrible as well. So yeah, I mean, it is. It, I think it's kind of pathetic actually mm. that something like essences kind of needed to be introduced to actually add to the spec what we felt like it was lacking.
0: That is why um, I, think, I think 9.0, the current talent iterations we have, the mop talents, they're gone. I, I feel it. I feel it in my bones! But,
3: but here's... go ahead. The biggest problem is also Blizzard themselves. They mm. have talents in the game that don't even want to be played. Like Grimmer of Sacrifice. They already said they don't want the pet to be sacrificed. They want Warlocks to have a pet, which is okay, yeah. But then they let the talent in the game, they let you sacrifice your pet, and it's just way worse. You, you know that they don't want you to play this talent. So why is it even in the game?
1: Yeah, yeah. fun fact. Grimoire of Supremacy does less damage than an imp. Just let that sink in really quickly. You're taking a talent that does less damage than not having Actually,
2: it. I spend a lot of time playing that talent this uh, This. Well, hold on, hold on. And, uh, you,
0: did you say you said it's Grimoire of Sacrifice that does less damage than an imp, correct? That's uh, yes, exactly. I that mean, might not be true right anymore
1: here. after the uh, changes to pets they put in last patch, but it was the case for a while, and it's it's so bad. It's so <laughs> I, right now. It's probably barely better than not having a talent.
0: Right. Well, that's what I meant. But, you, you, I because. You supremacy is the good one. Yeah, sacrifice
1: good one. is bad.
3: Definitely, yeah. Okay, but it's not just sacrifice. It's also it's for all. affliction. It's uh, drain soul, for example. It's just yeah. It's worse to have that talent than no talent at all.
0: Drain I soul. Mean, I think Blizzard is like scared of drain soul affliction warlocks. Yeah. We haven't talked about them yet. We'll talk about them in a couple of months. But that's the that's a funny talent where Blizzard is kind of jumped the shark. Literally. Where you take this talent and it's a DPS loss.
3: Yeah, but why do you even have it in the game if you're too scared to make it viable? Like...
0: uh... I don't know.
1: I mean, Uh, okay, but like... There are are plenty of talents that mechanically work perfectly fine and no one would complain about if they were good. But they've just been numerically so bad for... And there's no reason for that. Like, there, there just isn't. The only reason is that they haven't, like, they, they haven't cared enough to fix it. Like, that's not high on their priority list, obviously, is, is talent balance. So we end up with these situations where, like, everyone would love to have fire and brimstone. We would love to be able to do some consistent AoE damage where it's not a 30 second cooldown that applies an 18 second long dot. Right. And then once that dot falls off, it's like, well, I guess I spend the next. 12 seconds manually applying immolates because I have nothing better to do with my life. Right? But but we can't. And I, I feel like the issues aren't with the actual talent system. It It's just like every class that I look at has one talent because all of the other talents are just numerically terrible. Like you look at Demon Hunter. Demon Hunter has plenty of other like interesting builds that are kind of enjoyable to play but like all of those talents are just
2: complete trash yeah, like, different stuff in like m plus and we can't i know i know it's kind of yeah they have exactly two for, builds right, but, but <laughs> hey I mean, they have two builds many, instead of one as many as yeah
1: but like you know what i mean like they're they're every class every time i go to play an all i'm like oh this talent is actually really cool, and I'd like to use it. But then I look it up, and it's like, Welp, I would lose 12% of my damage.
0: Yep. That's, again, why I think this talent build system is is going poof soon. Uh, I think Uh yeah. the, the original idea of the mop talent system was that every single talent on that row was OP, but you got to pick one. And that has slowly changed over the last three expansions to not be that way. You have, like, your AoE row, you have your everything on the left hand column is all passives for like the easy road to people with players that don't know how to play the game could just pick all the left side talents and then usually all the right side talents are all cooldowns so that they've it's changed and i don't think it works anymore because it, uh, it makes too many numerical problems
1: remember uh how they said that they were going to put like mechanically easy talents on the tree that you could pick for newer players and they would be like worse than the active but then it actually turned out that for like every, almost every spec in the entire game on every talent row, you just take the passive one.
0: Some people do, yeah, cool. for sure. Yeah, we will, we will see. But there is more to discuss. And if you have questions for our guests, then hold them for just a moment. But I'm going to take a moment to move through because we're already, i look the down at my timer right now. We're uh, an hour and 18 minutes or so in right now, which is wild. It just kind of goes right by. So, you guys take a short reprieve, and I will jibber jab for a moment, and of course, as you can tell, I'm the one on camera today, but that's, uh, you know, it's not always a guaranteed thing that all of my guests will always be on camera, it's not something that I force upon them, it's obviously, like, enjoyed to have them on camera, but it's a podcast still, but I can hear the YouTube comments already that it's hard to watch your show when no one's on, but it's a, again, it's a podcast, mostly, live show, But I'm not going to force guests to be on camera if they don't want to be. But, of course, if you've missed any of the past shows that are all archived over on the YouTube channel, as well as the side content that it gets put together over there, so go check out that. Or if you're watching right now on YouTube, hello. But if you are not aware, you can also listen to the show on iTunes, on Stitcher, and on Google Play Music, and on my website at finalboss.tv. That is also... Or you can listen to it. There are also more podcasts. Yet again, it's already been that time where I want to direct your attention to. If you want to support what I do here directly in a digital sense. This is the show, the stream, and everything in between. You can get more of the shows. There are the, the Patreon BTS shows. If you are pledged over on Patreon, you get more shows. There are many Many, many of these almost every single show for over a hundred episodes or going on a hundred episodes because they had they changed formats back in the day. They go on and on and on and on and on with more behind the scenes. And this is all stuff that is a bit just off the cuff, it's just not scripted. But those are all right there. You can follow the show notes, of course, and you can dig through. The back end and these also have the RSS feed so you can listen to those audio only through your audio only devices or your apps. you can just plug in the RSS feed and listen to those if you are on, if you have the actual link, get to be a patron to get that to get that whole thing, but thank you very much for those that are supporting what I do here but if you want to support what I do in a more physical sense and you're wondering about what's on my head right here which I do apologize if the audio does sound a little different on this show I'm still trying to fine-tune things and figure things out because I just got these the other day. These, of course, the show is sponsored and partnered with Corsair. These are the new Virtuoso. Now, this is quite a big leap for Corsair. They've never had sort of audio file oriented headsets. They've never had the amount of ridiculousness that is built in. ...to this headset compared to the other headset line they've had for a long time. The HS50s, the HS30s, the HS70s. But the virtuosos are a little ridiculous. So they're not going to be for everyone. I'll be straight up to you. They're not going to be for everyone. And they are that, that next step up in audio quality. Because they are quite a bit more expensive than your normal headset. So that is up to you. They do come, of course, with the way to USB. USB wired. USB wireless. And the I have it currently the 3.5mm audio cable wired directly into my sound card. So you can do a whole lot of things with these. It's a big step forward with what, what uh, Corsair has put together before in the of course Still All IQ. Mine aren't going to... Light up right now, because I have them directly plugged in to my my uh, my sound card. That's what I'm trying to figure out. But if you are looking for a new headset, of course, then may I direct you over to the Virtuoso. Also, if you haven't heard about this, this is a new development as of about a week ago. If you use my links down below on YouTube or right here on Facebook or Facebook, well, sure, because they're actually there or on Twitch down below the fold there is a link to discord you know to all my links down there discord elgato everything but for corsair and elgato then now i have a discount code these are new so i can get you free standard shipping and 10% off your order so say for example the same headset i already plopped this into a cart for example you can use it's just final boss no tv just f i n a l b o s s all one word caps or not I don't think it really matters not case sensitive but that is brand new to this whole debacle of the internet and supporting your creators that you are enjoying so you can do all of that and I can finally with this relationship we've been building save you a couple bucks so if you want to do that links are down below here on twitch on youtube wherever else and you can go check that out. And of course, it works for all Corsair peripherals, all their peripheral devices, and Elgato gear. So it's not going to work for, like, the guts inside your computer, like your RAM or your power supplies, but your mice, your keyboards, your accessories, your headsets, that's where you can look at that. So that's enough of my, my, my mid-show plug. That's the big one. This just came out the other day. They just launched these with TwitchCon, essentially. So that's the new, the new big deal. They're very comfortable. They are actually incredibly loud, which is why I think some of the audio balance is off right now, which I apologize for again, because I'm still going to get things fine tuned. It's not used to having really high quality headsets, because everything I've had before has been like sort of like the standard. But these are like the wicked loud, and I'm trying to figure out how to fine tune everything because this doesn't, the actual volume on the back doesn't work. If you're plugged in without the dongle, but it also overall changes your volume because of the IQ tech, so we'll see. I'll figure it out. I will figure it out soon. But, it sounds fantastic. There actually is stuff that I hear in Discord now that I didn't know was a thing. Or in when WoW, all the different background stuff? Never heard it before. It's really good. So. Now. Let pull up my notes here again, we'll transition back over to some... destruction chat for the next half hour I have some canned questions Are you ready for some canned questions? I looked up like you're on camera to make sure you're in your seats, but... no one's here It's just me. Is on- everybody here? Is everybody I'm here?
2: Yeah. <laughs>
3: jawohl, jawohl. Jawohl, yeah, yeah.
0: The... I moved the topic and I want to make sure we catch up with a little bit of demonology but first off a little bit of FAQ action here and again if you guys have questions in chat please drop them by but Vin are you playing classic right now?
3: No I don't play classic at all oh, yeah. I don't have any interest in playing classic
2: Lucy, how about you? Um. Well I played with the uh with our main tank and scrubbusters mm-hmm. and a good friend of mine and we played the first week and then uh during the weekend i kind of quit so i got to i think level 28 and my uh, level 28 org warlock is now parked in i think it's terran mill and i haven't logged in so i uh, i gave it uh gave it a few hours but uh, gave it the old college the
0: <laughs> gave it the old college try okay Gata, are you playing Classic?
1: A bit. Um, I enjoy it. I, I find a lot of uh, the aspects of the game a lot more fun in Classic than in the current live game. I, if I were like playing WoW right now, I mean right now we're just raid logging one night a week for mm. farm, mm. waiting for some of the nerfs that we Get in some easy rekills, but everybody really needed a longer break than we were gonna take. So we we've, we've added some more one week clears to our agenda. Mm. But but if I was actually like playing WoW right now, I would probably be playing classic over over live, but mm. um I'm mostly uh, fixated on Path of Exile right now. I it's have still kinda fresh from Yeah. Me.
0: I have seen um, you playing it in Discord, yeah. I am big into Destiny two right now. The Shadowkeep expansion comes out on Tuesday, so Ajara Prague jumping back into Shadowkeep. That's, that's my next, like, week coming up. <laughs> so I feel ya. Now, chat, if you want to weigh in on this, and of course YouTube comments as well, let me give a quick refresh to your armories.
1: Oh god, it's coming.
0: It's happening. This is a new little subsection that I look at, because I have Obviously, have your, your screenshots that you've given me for the show, but we got to figure out which warlock has the best transmog. So, that we have one's
2: already thats an easy one right there.
0: So, Vin's rocking that like, uh, this is the it's kind of like the emerald dream, emerald nightmare stuff, kind of that red, that black. That which one is oh, Heart of Fear, is it Heart of Fear? Oh, it's your of Fear,
1: but yeah, that is Heart of Fear normal mode.
0: No heroic, it's like the highest
3: mode, I guess. Well, let me. Is it?
0: well back then, yeah. Uh,
1: I thought, uh, I thought the normal was red and. Oh no, no, it is normal. Screen. I'm
3: sorry, yeah, it is normal. Yeah,
1: Heroics heroic screen.
0: Ah, <clears throat> anyway. so that that's Vin. Then we have Lucy, who may or may not be trying too hard with the, even though his weapons don't match.
1: <laughs>
0: wow. <laughs> Come on.
1: Not even matching weapons. I know, the off end is
2: hidden Walk around.
0: Uh huh. Sure. Well, you know, you have the, <laughs> the storm Tabor's orb, but you have to turn that into something else because it looks hideous. It's so big and nonsense.
1: Did you at least get this legitimately, or did you, are you are you a, are you a black auction? Yeah, let's
2: not talk about that.
0: Uh oh. Uh oh. So we've got a
1: cheater in chat.
0: And then, Ooh. and then Gato. You're all in the Burning oh. Crusade. Isn't that Burning Crusade? That's like the Voidwalker armor from way back in the day. Well, not uh, all of it.
1: Partially.
0: The shoulders are, yeah. Right.
1: So the base, actually, so I the story, originally I was um, an orc for like all of the game until last expansion when I finally decided that the troll racial was too good to not have so i i like last expansion I made this transmog based around a helmet that you actually can't see because i have it hidden right now but it's the um the legendary helmet from last expansion for affliction the agony one that was best in sought forever I was okay. like that's a really cool helm so i tried to make something that kind of matched that and that like purpley hmm. and it's mo it's like half tier five and then a bunch of miscellaneous other gars just just a bunch of like gray purple kind of stuff. I let me that. tell you, I spent a long time trying to find that belt. There are there are no belts that actually match. That's the closest one.
0: Isn't that from Warlords that like the furry belt mm-hmm. with like the I don't rock remember exactly belt. where,
1: okay. but it's one of the warlords belts.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well you let me know. Yeah, are we entering transmog contests now? <laughs> no, just, just the guests. We already brought this up earlier, so it was a bit of a spoiler. Red fire versus green fire. Every destruction warlock show has to have it. Gado uses red fire, and Vin and Lucy immediately shunned him from the show. Is that right, Lucy? Hell yeah. <laughs> Vin was disgusted.
2: Why? Uh,
1: look, all I'm saying is Blizzard. I'd give you twenty dollars right now to let me change it to purple. Okay, that's all I'm saying.
0: I've heard the argument for purple fire, like void fire.
1: I don't care about the lore. I just want to look cool, man. <laughs> let me be purple. Give me some pink fire.
0: Why you gotta? Why you gotta do novel like this? Hmm? Why you gotta like?
1: Okay, let me rephrase. I care about the lore. I just care about aesthetics more. Oh. No.
0: Okay. <laughs> I care <better>. about <laughs> purple fire. Anyone purple fire? How about one of the other? FAQ questions is what is your favorite appearance for the Scepter of Sargeras? But why I did the transmog stuff first is that you're all dagger lads, which I don't know why you're not using your staff. But you could because
1: it's not best in slow.
0: Well, 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 you, well can, you can still <laughs> transmog to. It. You can still transmog to your artifact of everything now. Yeah.
3: Yeah, but oh. I can't.
2: Right,
0: your <laughs> you actually... yeah. Oh, you're That's a right. wand. Oh no! <laughs> I have yeah. to. It's
2: woof. Pick the item
0: yeah. Every
1: see look? this is this is the struggle because every tier now they put a wand on like one of the first three bosses and you're just stuck with it forever. And oh, there are just actually the,
2: the best stats.
1: There, there are actually there's not a single good looking wand in the entire. I've looked through every single model. There's not not even a single one. They're all trash.
3: <laughs> That's the only reason why I lost the
1: transmog button. By the way, I yeah, like I just I when like at the start of the tier, I don't even bother transmogging anymore because I know it's just gonna look. I'm gonna have this stupid ugly wand.
0: Well, Vin, if you could use a, your scepter of Sargeras, which one would you choose?
1: Uh...
3: Probably Echo of Gul'dan, to be honest.
0: It is pretty good.
3: It, it just the top is a bit
2: bigger, and I liked it.
0: Hmm. Yeah, Echo of Gul'dan looks really good, the green actually, probably. Actually,
2: there is an Echo of Gul'dan color that goes really well with the Warlock tier 3 set as well, so that's a...
0: Yeah, the, well, the green. You'd use the green, I think, right?
2: Ah, uh, the yellow. The yellow one. Oh, the yellow. The yellow one
3: was perfect. It's one of the few yellow ones, actually, for Warlocks. Yeah. For destruction.
1: Let me see if I can. Oh, you know this is gonna be a problem because I like. I don't remember. I don't think I used any of the ones for destruction. Hmm. Which one's my favorite? Try to remember now because I played Affliction for like the entire expansion through basically because Destro was kind of terrible for Some
0: me. pretty awesome Scepter of Sargeras though. The guys of the Darkener? Is this your... Which one was this? Was this the Mage Tower?
2: This is the Mage
3: Tower one, The yeah.
0: Fellworn Menace, yeah.
3: To be honest, it's the worst Mage Tower for Warlock in my opinion. I think Affliction and Demo has better Mage Tower appearances. Well, maybe. The
2: affliction one was it felt super cool. But I don't know.
0: Those are neat though. They're very cool. Lucy, what one do you would you use? Are you in the
2: guys like, the dark and uh yellow Because the uh I mean goes with with the Wall of Transmog, right? Right. That one fits really well with the tier three and the echo echo of cooldown has like a weird outline to, that i'm not really digging
0: yeah the whole thing is outlined at the top is it has so, that like, like but
2: i used to i used to use the uh, i think it's called legion terror the hidden one yep and uh, uh that one and then the blue one and i'd have like a whole transmog based around it, it was i mean it actually felt so cool in the beginning just because it's it's such a detailed stuff and there's like a lot when that went into making it. It just looks so awesome.
3: Yeah. yeah, the blue one looks the best for Legion Terror, to be honest, in my opinion.
2: But you need the, a
3: good transmog for it. Mm-hmm.
0: The cool looking staffs. Staves had a question coming from chat, though. Although sacrifice can give you an interrupt, you still use demonology and mythic plus because Felguard has an easier one to use with axe toss question
2: mark. Well, that's not why you play demonology though. Um, mm-hmm. I, first,
3: first. of all, you don't need sacrifice to have an interrupt as destruction.
2: That too. You don't even um, play that in dungeons now. You play supremacy still because it's. I mean, there's one talent setup that works, right?
0: Right. Well. And,
3: the reason you play Demo for Mystic Plus is it's because it's not so... You have strong cooldowns. Your Tyrant is a very strong cooldown. But outside of it, you have strong AOE abilities. You have Implosion, which is very strong. Mm-hmm. You have um, Demonic Strengths, for example, or by Scourge Bombers. You can take both. Um, especially with uh, VOP Essence, Vision of Perfection Essence, you can go Demonic Strengths. Mm-hmm because it lines up much better with, with the torrent, And you're not as cooldown reliant for your big OE damage. And, well overall, you still do more damage than destruction. Even if your group plays perfectly around it, you still have more damage. It's just the interrupt you're missing.
1: Huh. Yeah. The, the TLDR the is that you play DEMO in Mythic Plus because DEMO is a good Mythic Plus spec and the other two are really, really bad. Um,
3: The way so. demonic consumption is tuned or is, is uh, mechanical in the game is, is very, very good for Mythic Plus. You can just spawn Imps right when the last mob dies and you have a bunch of Imps on the ground that are not casting <laughs> and the next time you go yeah. into a boss fight or in the next trash group or something, yeah. you can just have a very big tyrant, like a really, really, really
1: big tyrant, and that is just... So, so for people who might not know in chat, what he's talking about is a, is a gimmick that some people like Shelly pioneered at the start of the expansion and has become really mainstream now, where basically wild imps have a set duration, it's like 20 seconds, I want to say, they last for 20 seconds or... Until they run out of energy. And that's a big distinction. Because normally in combat they last like 6-7 seconds or so. Something like that. Because they, they cast. And their cast costs energy. And when they hit 0 they just despawn. So what you do. Like he said. You wait until something's about to die. You spawn a bunch of imps. And they just kind of sit there for up to 20 seconds. And as long as you pull a boss quickly. You can just consume them. Instant tire. Mm. Clever use of game mechanics.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: It was uh, mm? really fun. There were, there were a couple of bugs, that, not bugs, but... that There were some extremely clever use of game mechanics in uh, oh, yeah. Battle for Dissal- Dissara Lore <laughs> for Dima.
2: You can well, also well, well, do You that. get That's like a- gripped away or pulled away or get the t- thing dragged out of range. What
3: you also can do in Magic Plus is demo, is you stand on max range. And because the way the the imps spawn, uh, one spawns in front of you and two spawned behind you. And when you're on max range, the imps behind you, they cannot cast because they are not in range. So they move up a bit. And you can use that extra time to have an even bigger tyrant. Or you can stand right next to a wall or like a corner. So the two imps spawn behind the corner and have to move all the way around and for whatever reason they don't just move around the corner they move to the boss till they start casting. I don't know why but that's how it is and (laughs) you can abuse it even more to have an even bigger tyrant.
1: I think it it boils down to like even if DEMO wasn't as numerically dominant over the other two specs in Mythic Plus a lot of people would still just prefer playing it because they're There are tons of, like, little things that you can optimize with it, right? Like, you always feel like you're thinking about something pack-to-pack on Trash and his destruction. It's like, like, okay, well, my cooldown's not up, so I'm I'm gonna Cataclysm and then probably hit Incinerate for (laughs) forever. Yeah, exactly. Not a lot to think about.
3: You can prepare stuff from pack to the next pack, and it never feels bad, like, Demo just plays so much better in Mystic Plus than Affliction, higher for example,
2: key. or Destruction. In Hierarchies as well, playing Demo just means that you're always going to gonna have for like semi-decent big packs, you're going to have like a Tyrant, right? And if you play yeah. some, uh, I mean, I play the the full single target spec just because I don't have explosive potential trades. So, yeah. I mean, my Tyrants are huge, right? Because I get the Intellect uh, buff while, because uh, I'm playing Supreme Commander as well. So playing around that and then getting like a really big Tyrant, getting really big uh, bursts out during that that window. I mean, you can just annihilate a small pack.
1: So that's another aspect. Uh, Demo has like two really, really powerful builds. And to some extent you can kind of mix and match them. But, but basically there's one build where you go all in on huge Tyrants and then another build where... You still get big Tyrants, but it's more focused on, like, consistent damage, and it scales AOB really well. So you have a choice between, like, really insane single-target burst and pretty okay AOE, or really good AOE and pretty good single-target burst, and that opens a lot of stuff. Look, (laughs) Destruction's Warlock podcast, by the (laughs) way. Look, look, you go play Destro in Mythic Plus and stay a Destro main, okay? (laughs) But, uh... Northern man, I'm assuming you were asking uh, which which demon do you use primarily as destro in mythic? Because that that's different in mythic plus. You're pretty much always going to be using a fel hunter as destruction. Just like kicks yeah. are so insanely important in mythic plus. There, yeah, there are two hmm. bosses though where you should play imp. Um,
3: Siege of dispel. Baral's last boss. Yeah, you yep. can dispel. You can help your healer. It's very very strong. And uh Ataldez, the the giant Dino, you can dispel the fear. So you don't have to move behind a pillar or something. You can just stand there, get feared, and just dispel yourself instantly.
1: Like technically you would gain a fair amount of damage using Voidwalker Walker for AoE, but like you, you can't but... generally you can't use it because you need kicks on trash and the cost to swap between the pets is more than like the damage you gain from having the Void walker. So you Yeah, and then just you're the just like a... Forever.
3: And you're a worse version of like a demo Warlock. Yeah. You have a pet for AoE, but you don't have an Interrupt anymore.
1: But uh, the, the number tuning on Warlock pets is pretty good now. And you, you basically just choose based on Kicks better in Mythic Plus, but in raids you choose usually between Hunter for the Interrupt or Imp is... Uh, the default really, just exactly, it... and it, it's not just the interrupt.
3: You also have a purge. You can yeah. purge an enemy target, and when you don't have en- enough interrupts, most of the casts you can also purge because it's some sort of damage reduction or damage gain or something like there that. There
2: are a lot of purges this expansion. Oh yeah. So yeah, that that it's... needs to also like weigh into have like being able to to do like a almost like a demon hunter style or a shaman purge where you just, you know, you have, like, a pretty reliable purge is... it is so much bigger, this expansion, than it's been before. Before, it used to be, like, way more about interrupt. Uh, And now, I mean, offensive dispelling is actually a mechanic in in dungeon.
3: But it Uh, is even more uh, interrupt um, favored than it was in Legion, in my opinion. You have way more casts that needs to be interrupted in Mythic Plus. And that's a big downside for, for Demo.
0: Yeah, that's, that's sort of the follow-up question here as well that I had brought in to the notes. But Zeb is asking it again in chat, of course, is do you think this current state of Mythic Plus is overly punishing to classes that rely on hard-casted spells? If so, what could are do to get away from the pure melee cleave comps? The part that I had yes. in the show that I've moved is that some casters barely get to do much in certain situations because it stuff dies before you can really do anything. Until you get like super high keys, like we were talking earlier. You can rock on, like 18 pluses, then you're in combat with trash for like minutes at a time. So that's, that's different. But I think a lot of people equate when you play casters sometimes. I know this is like the Shadow Priest problem. Is that there's no point in dotting mobs up sometimes because they're gonna die before you get many ticks. All you do is just like sear the tank and just move on. <laughs> so but
3: that's pretty much just a shadow problem, right? Um, okay. Outside of Siege of Boradows, where you have like really low health mobs, like almost every other dungeon, the the health of the mobs is high enough to to be able to cast. Um, I think with a- the reason why we see so many melees uh, well, on MDI for example is because they don't have to ramp up anything. They don't have much resources to ramp up and then do the AOE damage. Okay. It's pretty much just go in, pump out all your damage and then you wait a bit and then pump out again. It's, a, for...
1: it's a few things I think. It, it does have to do with the, the level of the dungeon because yeah, if, if you're doing any actually relevant mythic plus level, like actually challenging for you, then the mobs are going to live long enough. But like I mentioned earlier in the show, you do a 10 as like an affliction warlock and you're literally just AFK until you get to a boss. Like you don't do anything. There's there's nothing, The all of the ads die in like less than 15 seconds. So you just do nothing, right? So it, it depends on what level of content you're engaging with really. I think there's a lot of issues in lower level Mythic Plus for casters that kind of fall out and then once you get to higher levels it, it really does become about utility and it's like cat there there are a lot of factors, but the, the kick is just so fucking massive in so many dungeons.
0: But Yeah. That's a tough one. You don't have to worry about that as much in raids as you to worry about your imp just not working.
1: There are also just some affixes that are really unpleasant on certain casters. Like playing Destro on on Quaking Weeks is... <laughs> just don't. Never try that. Never never do that to yourself in a million years. Mm. If you have to hard cast anything on Quaking Week, you're in a feel-bad-man
0: situation. So... Another question. That had come up a little bit that actually the fire mages brought up previous weeks is that this destruction warlock actually gained much use out of the mechagon bracers? Do they have oh. a sim? No, oh, no.
1: none of the warlocks specs to. <laughs> I mean, they're like, No. Oh. you could probably eke some damage out using them if you have them, but they're not worth going for.
0: So I, I guess I ask because Conflag is sort of similar to Fire Blast in a sense.
2: Um, yes and no, because mm-hmm. they rely more on Fire Blast to actually Fire, uh, Fire Blast their whole
1: like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fire Blast is like their entire gen, and Conflag is like twenty yeah. percent of that. So it, it, I mean, it's like it's a nice, similar concept, but
2: it's not. It's not gonna outweigh the pure stats you yeah. just get from Okay, any any Wait. plus ten. Set up bracers at
1: 430. Yeah, we we had like similar ideas, but like we saw them and we're like, how could we abuse these in warlock? And it just, it, it's just not really worth it. Mm. Fire yeah, I... seems like the only case in the game where like it actually broke things hard enough to to justify using over higher item level stuff.
2: A friend of mine got them on his warlock, and he got them like 445 with a socket on his warlock. Like he was all excited. Because he had the same idea, right? It's like, well, Conflagrate just looks so and feels so much like um, Fire Blast, so it should be the same. Right? And then breaking the news to him that, oh, this is this is literally useless. Uh-huh. It's just such a feels bad man.
1: He was watching too many Zyronic Legion streams, man. <laughs> the best UI ever made Fire Mage with all Destro
0: Warlock buttons. Yep. Oh no, don't, uh... It, it's woven itself throughout the show a little bit here too, but to get a little bit of warlock catch-up as we wrap down here, because we are approaching the two-hour mark, are there any findings in the Azerite or Essence combinations, or maybe potentially talents or so, that you would like to give a shout to avoid or to utilize for the Demonology Warlocks? We haven't talked about them since earlier this year. I don't know who has this information to share out of the three of you, but obviously we just talked about demonology and like Mythic Plus and stuff, but what what does demonology need to know? Cliff notes. Catch us up on that a little bit. Gato, do you have things? Or...
1: Hmm? I don't know. D- stuff for demo gets really, really weird <laughs> really fast. It's oh. just such a complicated spec already. And you dump, like, Azerite and Essences and all of this other stuff on top of it, and it's just... There, there's too much stuff to actually theory craft it well. You kind of just have to, like, feel your way to what is probably the best and then try to figure out how to optimize that as much as you can. But there are, like, a lot of, like, weird builds that people do for demo with, like, mold, even though it sims terribly with that. Literally just because, like, I don't have the brain capacity
2: one, to make that work that in SimCraft. Tyrant. That one Tyrant. look at how juicy that. Is.
1: Yeah. Because I've been,
2: mean, I think, I think everyone that's kind of, I mean, looked into it has seen a clip of. i I'm, I think I saw Shella do one, yeah. where he he gets in, shot into the, uh, the Delirium realm. He pops it, and he literally spends Hand of Gul'dan, for like the entirety of the duration. Yeah. I've heard I about this. I think a this. lot of people.
1: I mean, Hmm. I think a lot of people use mold just because it feels the coolest. It
2: must feel so good.
1: But yeah, I don't know. They, like, like there are a lot of weird builds that you can play as demo with, like VOP or mold or CLF or just like even in Mythic Plus you can run Iris and it's pretty strong. So just like just just play around with some of the better ones. Like the ones I just listed, and find what you think works best with your stuff, because it, it is really, like a, a lot of the stuff is just really close for demo, and hard to theory craft for. So.
0: Who has the demonology warlock right up? Because you guys obviously have. Let me go back here, menu, and.
2: I think not. Well, I mean, I don't yeah. know anymore, but I know I'm not used to.
0: Let's see, the world.
2: In general, it's been like just something a lot of people have kind of been interested in. That whole thing.
0: Yeah. Not has the demonology guide on the lock one-stop shop. Uh, I don't know how or when the last time this was completely curated. I don't think anything's been updated on Lost since was it 815 or 82? Have you guys updated everything for 82?
2: Uh I mean the Lost thing kind of. I'm not really sure about that. But I we, think most of us kind of went It BOD, yeah.
1: yeah. Most, uh, none of it's really updated for the current patch. Like, uh, honestly, what happened was that like, this, this patch has been way harder to theorycraft than any other patch in the history of the game. Essences just added... Essences just added a layer of complexity that's really absurd. Mm. Like, you just you can't you just can't optimize everything anymore. So I spent an inordinate amount of time trying to to make as much stuff as I could as good as possible. And it just ate all of my free time for like updating guides and stuff. Right. And then like not playing classic and hopefully we'll get the the website updated for the next tier. But it, for now, I would recommend just just heading up Wowhead. That stuff's a lot more current, and mm-hmm. it's written by the same people anyway.
0: Yep, yep. That's what I had it before.
1: Icy Vein guides are also really good now. Um, Motoko, I mean, Motoko, doing is the Icy
2: Veins one. They're they're yeah. great.
1: They're really good now too. Yeah. So just just go to Wowhead <laughs> or Icy Veins. They're both really good guides.
2: For destruction, go Wowhead though, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh question in chat from Northern Man again. Mm-hmm. Soulfire. We hit on it earlier, but like save save Soulfire, please. Because I wanted to talk about this when it first came up, but like Yeah. It's such a cool and fun talent to it's use. Fun, and it's man. just it's so lame that it's bad. And a lot of the people like Like I I periodically, like once a tier, I try to do these big write-ups and really analyze the problems with the specs and and post it in a venue that the devs can can see it and hopefully affect some change. And like this time around for the current patch what I'm writing up, I went to like all of the the moderators and the people who contribute in the warlock discord and I was like, I want you to not look at numbers and I want you to just go play with lots of different destruction talent and tell me which ones you think feel the best. Because a lot of them had this notion like, well, soul fires... I don't know that I would like And then all of them went and played it and, like, nobody has anything bad to say about it. It's just a really cool and enjoyable talent to use. But Mm -hmm. it's just like a shame that we haven't been able to because it's just been numerically too weak. Feels bad, man. I really love, like, the attenuation mechanic. Like anything that just makes things shorter dynamically, right? Well,
0: I it's, think that's it's, a really cool thing. It's a it's a feedback loop because yeah. like it's a, it's the play properly to get rewarded kind of a feel, versus just like putting things in a row and hitting A B C D E F, right? I so. mean, it
1: it's not like anything really complicated, or it it doesn't add like a massive layer of depth to the spec or anything. It just it feels really cool to have this button. That you just press at like a somewhat varying time, instead of incinerate, right?
0: Yeah, it shakes up. Save soulfire. Save soulfire. Yep. Save soulfire. Well, I mean, that leads me, I suppose. Gato, is that gonna be your your soapbox to end the show? Is that hashtag Save Soulfire, or do you have anything else that you would like to? Nuggets and wisdom one, out but... there. Yeah, what what's do you want to? What do you want to share and end on? What do you want to?
1: I want to really hammer home two main things. Okay. Infernal needs to be nerfed. It just has to. I don't care how you nerf it. It needs to be nerfed. It's way too overpowered. But the alternative to that is that you can just tune talents well, and if the talents are well balanced, then you don't always have to take these talents that make Infernal really broken. Right. In the current state of the game, I don't think that, like, with how the essence is played out, they're both cooled out. Like, there's there's just no way that you can rebalance talents by enough in the current state of the game to actually affect change mm-hmm. enough. I think you just have to nerf Infernal now. But ideally, you wouldn't have to. Infer- you could just have this option of this insane burst. That- or... Better, more consistent talents that aren't burst cooldowns. So, so that's my one soapbox. Well, actually, it was kind of both of them. The talent balance. <laughs> it, was yeah, yeah, it was kind of both. Yeah, yeah. It was both of them to be fair. Okay. uh One thing I wanted to mention from sure. uh, like stuff we would bring back: Fell Flame for Destruction. I don't oh. care about Fell Flame oh. for the other two. I don't care if it does literally one damage blizzard. I want a freaking button that I can press while moving so I don't feel terrible about my life when I have to run 80 yards across the room doing absolutely nothing. Please, give me a button to press while moving.
0: Well, as as Gato goes through his soapbox, got to give a little shout here to Noble with the the raid Hello, my friend. We are just wrapping up the show today, actually. So if you missed the whole discussion about Destruction Warlock, it'll be as my nose starts itching because Novel's thinking about me. It'll be up on YouTube, of course, tomorrow. Or, of course, the VOD will be here. Do the show again!
1: Alright, oh. another two hours. Let's bang it out.
0: Oh. Mmm.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. i, just I like know' just wanted to remind you that we're EU. Uh, well, novel's
0: Nob, EU. He's he's going to, boy, he's, I would say he's going to bed, but he's going to stay up in like three more hours and be degenerate or something like that. What novel? Stop thinking about me because my freaking nose keeps itching. Mia said, I, make uh... Firestone great again. Mia.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's the soapbox no one's standing on. You fight that fight. I hope you win. But uh I know Venador wanted uh, to mention some stuff.
0: Yeah, Vin, what what else do you have? Are you here? You you posted that your internet was doing funny things. Are you still here? Do we Monka have a do we have a Vin? Monka W. Vin? Vin Hello.
2: Oh uh, he's gone.
0: Oh. Oh. Crap. Well Unfortunate. When, when he gets well. back, let me know when you are back if you can connect to the call. Yeah. Alright, well. Well, so if he
1: uh, if he doesn't get back in time, I'll do his soapbox for him F- in honor of Inador.
0: Uh, how about Lucy What do you have then? What's your soapbox?
2: Well, I mean, I think I've kind of already gone over it. It's not not really specifically for destruction, uh-huh. but I think maybe just a cry for help for the whole like state of raiding. Because, oh. holy shit, man! Do I miss that bonuses? I mean, I'm not sure. I am actually okay. not sure Gatto agrees with this because he's the guy that that has to go through the whole. Is this strong? Would this be good uh, if I could uh, pair it with this? Uh, you know that whole thing. But I mean, a- as a, a like high rank progression raider, just like getting that set bonus, playing around with it on PTR, it's just a whole aspect of playing the game that I really okay. and like I kind of already touched upon a bit, I mean, with the destruction kit, we just have like the potential for some really, really fun set bonuses.
1: I think, Hmm. I don't want to shit on your point, right? I'm I'm going to try and do this as constructively (laughs) as possible. I don't think set bonuses are actually substantively different from Azerite in any way, other than Azerite was implemented really poorly.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I think. I, I like I don't think there's any difference between Azerite and set bonuses in a world where Azurite is tuned well, they're they're unique, not just like stat buffs like most set bonuses ended up being. Oh, your chaos bolt does ten percent more damage. Woo, that's so game changing. But but that and then mm-hmm. all of the other issues like respec costs and the, the, the crap at the there start are of the just expansion. Some major where it was problem. gated and yeah. all of that. But but like I I don't I don't think we need set bonuses back. I think we need Azerite to have all of the problems with Azerite fixed, right? Well, and then you have a similar system, right?
0: It'll be fixed when it's just not I around anymore in 9.0. One,
1: well, yeah, okay. <laughs> I I like Azerite. I think it was just like there there are just too many issues that underlying issues that have never been addressed with it. That if yeah. it were fixed, I think it would be better than set bonuses. But One thing, I do want die on this, though. Tier sets. I I don't care if they have set bonuses or not. Just, just, Just give me back some trans mob. I need that in my life. Yeah... I think like they, they tried to start doing it in like old year right? They they tried, they experimented with that like or you they, kill this boss and, and you get this transmog set from it, but then they like, announced they...
2: that they wanted like colours, right? So you could see, oh, this guy over there, he's got that colour. That's like the PvP uh mm-hmm. version of this elite. Wow, he's like really high rated or something. And then I mean it just didn't really work out the way they I feel intended.
1: Like, I, I feel like that system works, and like you could just have class sets that are just transmog. Like they don't they don't need to have set bonuses or be actual items at all. They can just like you kill the boss, well, that, and it pops up in your transmog. That even
0: goes even deeper to the. I need to make a video of this because it's it's just so YouTube clickbait. But it's it's going with with Blizzard's whole. They want to iterate and create new things every expansion and make something new, and that's that's fine. And they make new systems, but then they sort of Abandon that system after the next expansion. And I know a sticking point for players is the class halls. Because you talk about class sets. And the class halls had a class set in them through unlocks over time. Through different activities. But the class hall was, we got there for two years. And now it's just gone. And I know there are some like Azerite quests that take us back to certain areas around them. And we go back to the Maelstrom once because of the uh, the necklace quest. But the class hall is just poof. Why?
1: Feels bad. Man.
0: So that's something that, like, I, I'm sure many people can can go with. I think
1: it would have. Uh, I think it would have been really cool if every expansion they expanded it. Mm. Right. Yeah. Right, so your little floating meteor in the sky got like, you know, a little bigger every time, or so. I don't. know. <laughs> just like scale it up, expansion to
2: expansion. So yeah, eventually we have this like. Like based on the the like theme of the expansion. Yeah, I mean you could like, change it up.
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe you don't have to scale it at all. Maybe you just like okay. Instead of floating out in the Nether portal, now we have some other Warlock class hole for this expansion. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like class halls. They were cool.
0: We'll have to see though, because we don't have the Goblin to a lesser extent and to a greater extent the Worgen heritage armor yet. Because those top hats better be coming in on point, or the community's gonna freak out. And we're gonna gain those, I guess, next patch 8.3, because we're not in with the Worgen and Goblin VU we just got.
2: Which seemed weird to me as well.
0: Definitely seems I mean, I weird. I get it,
2: right? Because there, there's like was it is it human or troll and like uh, dwarf or something? Oh no, dwarf got I don't know. There are a few more that are still missing their heritage armor.
0: Yep. It's not it's not oh, easy to do, it, it just, but
2: it just seemed like the perfect opportunity
0: mm-hmm it did so before we wrap out of here we'll see if vin can reconnect i see him in discord but he's not yet back god you did you know what vin wanted to soapbox about
1: yeah i can take up the mantle for him if, if he can't get back on but.
0: okay well what, what was that last closing bit then
1: um uh fire and Brim zone. he really wanted to hammer that in like he he Hates Rain of Fire's current design, uh. and I agree with him too. Like I, I think it just, like even even the aesthetics of it just don't work for Destruction. You think about it, like Afflictions the dot spec and its AOE is like this thing that explodes for direct damage, and then Destruction's the like Chaos Bolt spec and its AOE is an AOE ground targeted damage over time of. It's just like, eh, I don't know. It, hmm. it doesn't feel right. Nothing about it feels right. Yeah. Everything about Ray of Fire is just, please, please, fire and brimstone. <laughs> just give it back to us, right?
0: Yeah, we definitely opened with that, and I think we're going to be closing with that. We'll see if Vin can rejoin us, if his internet Catches back up for the BTS podcast, but we are definitely at two hours. Yeah, a ground-targeted dot is, uh, is strange. Feels like a worse blizzard. Yeah. Yeah? Yep. We'll see. It's
1: almost like all of the other ground-targeted dots do something or are better in some. And Rain of Fire is just bad at all of the things.
0: Yeah, it just costs soul shards, does damage it. Yeah. That's it.
1: It's the longest, has the smallest range, it has no added utility. hmm Earthquake but, has the stuns, Blizzard has the slow, Starfall is bigger, although it does no damage right now.
0: The- the previous incarnations of Rain of Fire were problems, though. I remember I was talking about that in the past, when it was a builder, that was also a problem. So it just seems like there's just something- It was something. a
1: problem because they tuned it to a point. I'm back! Benador's back! Ben's oh, back! God.
0: Oh my god. Pogs in in chat.
1: So I wanna- My (laughs) last soapbox, really quick, really quick. Another soapbox! I'm I'm sorry, I have to- you brought it up. Mm Mhm. So there was this thing, this meme in our Discord about how I got Reign of Fire nerfed, and it's pretty much true. Because for like the fifth tier in a row, starting in Mist, every single tier, they would nerf Reign of Fire and then like randomly change it in some unrelated way that made it worth using single target again for no apparent reason. And I would tell them in the PTR, like, D- don't do that. Don't make it cost less mana because then we're going to use it single target. And every time they did it for like five tiers in a row, they made Reign of Fire good single target. And then that was the issue. Like Rain of Fire was just too good. Yeah. And they tuned it poorly. And then at the start of Warlords, that happened again. And Rain of Fire was too good, so they were just like, well, doesn't generate troll shards anymore, and it's nerfed by 80%. Literally a thing they it did. was
2: never, ever. Two no weeks into the charges, expansion. It was never worth it. Yeah. It was, Take it off your bar. <laughs> it, was, it was. They nerfed it by 80%
1: and removed its shard. J- it's probably the biggest nerf to a spell in the history of
0: the game. Hmm.
1: Oh, God. Anyway.
0: Well, after show, yeah. Well, well, God, I was trying to wrap up your soapbox, Vin, but I want to give you a chance. That if you want to at least speak your piece, if you want to impart anything upon the warlock community before we wrap up here, what do you have? <clears throat> oh, I hope oh, to give a... the throat clear.
3: Okay. No, I'm sorry. I was just eating. The time I wasn't online. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, that's fine. Need to talk <laughs> about uh, fire and brimstone here. <laughs> yeah. Give us fire and brimstone back.
0: <laughs> there it is. There it is. Um,
3: and give us interrupt for demo, please. Blizzard, come on, do it. Um, other than that, I'm pretty sure God already said everything.
0: Mm-hmm. Give and and more. and more
3: and more more damage outside of cooldowns. Fire and brimstone. Fire and brimstone.
0: I can't chat. Did you, did he he said something about brimstone and f- and fire. Is that I? To- do I you guys know what that is? Aerial sports guys, chaos sports. <laughs> okay, I'm what hitting. Is more <laughs> fun? I'm 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 bringing this train back to the station. I'm hitting this button over here that does signify we have come to a close on episode 198, the Destruction Warlock Spec Show. Thank you very much for tuning in today. My name is Adam KK Bay, and it's popping up in chat right now, and I will go over that in just a moment. Yet again, but around the horn, Vin. Thank you for joining us today on the show as the the fresh meat. You can go talk to Vin in the discords at Vinador. Thank you very much for your time on the show today. Sure, hopefully you uh, aren't nervous as much as you were to begin with. Thank you very much for being on the show today.
3: Thank you very much for having me. I'm not as nervous anymore.
0: Well, and then there's Lucy, who has been here before, but uh, also no camera. we got to work on these cameras, boys. But Luzi is over on the Twitter at LuziWow, right in that Wowhead guy. Thank you for being on the show again, sir. It was a pleasure. Well, it
2: was a pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: And who may or may not have stole someone else's soapbox and have run away with it. Twitter at Gato, same name, even though he's, he's your Godda uh, in game. You yeah. Leave me alone. What?
1: I wasn't a very creative 12-year-old.
0: Oh. Hmm. How old are you now?
1: Look, God is the shaman, God is the warlock, leave me alone.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh. You just yell into the void on Twitter, though, so if you want to go take part in that, then that's where... Uh, he's 13 now. Oh, okay. Yeah,
2: I'm, I'm,
0: a, I'm a big boy. Okay, yeah, a big boy now. But next week, or the week after next, because I don't know if there's a show this coming Sunday because of Shadowkeep for Destiny 2, should be BM Hunters and then Vengeance Demon Hunter, and then Holy Paladins, and then pre-BlizzCon special, and then post-BlizzCon special after BlizzCon. I think that's right. I'll get back to you on that on Twitter, at TV if you have any updates. Of course, you can join my Discord server if you would like to submit questions for upcoming shows. I always do that the day before the show goes live. And again, if you would like to save yourself some money on your bits and bobs and pieces and parts and support the show, the stream, and everything in between. Go check out Corsair and Elgato for your peripherals, your accessories, and the new Virtuoso headsets. In particular, if you're looking for that audio file upgrade, 10% off and free standard shipping. Just use Final Boss. No TV, just Final Boss, all one word, at checkout. Links are down below. Down below. But thank you much for being here, everybody. And uh hopefully you get some gear with holes in it, because that's what we want right now. And until next week, everyone, have a great one. And bye! Uh, they can't wave, so I'm using both hands. This is this is a Fae shirt, it's the Aerodar twins. They're all waving. We're all waving. You, you guys you can't see it, but I'm waving. Oh, you are waving? Okay. How 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 vehemently are you waving? Are you fervently?
1: Fervently. For okay.
0: Sure. Fervently. Okay. Good. Good.